Death of Distance. Devolution, race, class, sex and gender. The COVID-19 pandemic has laid bare the deep divides in film exhibition and audience development throughout the United Kingdom. Devolved healthcare in places like Scotland and Wales has led to differing government legislation compared to England, and this has acutely affected the film sector. If devolution and the landscape of the United Kingdom made film exhibition and audience development difficult, along with the regular questions of race, class, sex and gender, COVID-19 has made it substantially worse. Devolved legislation has seen the film exhibition sector thoroughly grapple for the first time with the devolved nature of differing nations of the United Kingdom. No longer were English language funders in England pulling the strings and calling the shots on statistics, engagement and key performance indicators through go-to overwhelmingly white community gatekeeping organisations designed to support the sector and, for example, engage the Welsh, Black, Asian and minority ethnic people. It was physically impossible. The cinemas were closed in Wales and Scotland when the ones in England were open, and then it became almost like the hokey-cokey jumping in and out, a film exhibition, and most importantly, audience engagement. This has been a nightmare for funders in London who administer and coordinate film exhibition and funding across the United Kingdom on public money. Decolonization is not a metaphor. Equality, diversity and inclusion has become a dirty word as an amalgamation of the institution. It is the long hand of the institution self-regulating itself around increasingly meaningless language. The institution needs EDI to survive, to future-proof, to protect the institution that necessitated the creation of EDI as a strategy. It is very difficult for substantial engagement and it is almost impossible for long-term change to come from these initiatives. It's not uncommon to hear of decolonization in the film sector or the art sector, but it isn't a swappable term for things that we wish to do to improve the sector. Decolonization is not a synonym for inclusivity. Interestingly, Tucker and Yang remind us of this in their seminal piece. Decolonization is not a metaphor, but decolonization doesn't have a synonym. It does not exist. Diversity, too, is a metaphor. Cardiff is home to the oldest continuous black community in the United Kingdom. In 1911, it had the second largest population of black, Asian and minority ethnic people outside of London. To date, 20% of people in Cardiff are BAME and London is 40% BAME. But Cardiff isn't half the population of London. If you go to larger arts institutions across Wales and especially in Cardiff, you'll see a systemic lack of representation and erasure in the workforce of people from BAME backgrounds. In fact, these backgrounds would be called diverse. This actually locates the subject of the Welsh person as white. This is reflected in the almost homogeneously white leadership of Welsh institutions. The Welsh language as a result becomes scapegoated as to why diversity has gone badly or gone wrong with a lack of interrogation on race and language as an embodied experience. Race and language are consequently played off against each other. Because Welsh is an unprotected characteristic, but something to which due regard must be given. Hence the self-perpetuating dichotomy that disproportionately erases black Welsh language speakers 
Here in Wales, diversity is frequently used as a synonym for race. When black people have been here for hundreds of years, it's worth interrogating who inherently is deemed as diverse and who is deemed as Welsh. By default, intersectionality is seen as a parallel to the Equality Act, and diversity as intersectionality sees intersectionality watered down into a management tool as a racial alibi. Diversity dissection and diversity washing. In 2019, a campaign was launched by Gwyneth Council, myself and others to raise awareness of the availability of only being able to self-identify as Welsh if you self-identified as white. I wrote a Twitter thread about it here too. Data collection reflects the Office for National Statistics and soon enough, uh, these changes will be available and reflected on BFI forms for audiences. But what took so long? These benchmarks of statistics from the government are the benchmarks by which engagement is set for the quarterly reporting for recipients of funding to write to their funders. These benchmarks have to exist because of the public sector equality duty. Engagement is crucial for the long-term development strategy of organisations, and especially cinemas and arts institutions. Its best friend is called diversity washing. Superfluous is one way of looking at the census debate. Superfluous in the perpetuation of racialized categories of discourse, its legacy from slavery and racial classification, in the offensive nature of data collection itself. Superfluous in its coalescence with devolution, race, England, Wales, and the arts. All the benchmarks for BAME engagement be set by the British average, or the implementation of new categories of race mean that Anglesey's people of colour population jump up to an average dragged up by Cardiff. Diversity is a tick box exercise and it dissects our communities for the white gaze. There's a categorical lack of being people in the creative sector and in film exhibition across Wales and across the UK. It leads to epistemic diversity washing in the art sector. Organisations in Wales are desperate to prove how many being people they hire, how many being people they fund, leading to cultures of nepotism and favouritism. Ironically enough, to disprove cultures of nepotism and favouritism amongst the non-BAME community. Jafar Iqbal's tour de force on the Wales Race Culture Task Force explores how numerous white-led organisations donated £20,000 of public money and accounted for directly to a group called the Wales Race Task Force. A task force that was later dismantled because of allegations of bullying from the organisation holding the money. To quote Jafar, he says it started with a bang, ended with a whimper and leaves 20k unaccounted for. When gaps between our communities and institutions are deeply, deeply exploited by organisations like the Wales Race Task Force, there is a differentiation in the landscape owing to language, leadership and legacy around race, class, gender, devolution and art. They have always been there and the ping-pong between London-based funders disseminates funding to Wales-based organisations in Cardiff so that Black Welsh language speakers are engaged in Gwynedd. What does this mean? It means that the pandemic has turned back good work done in the sector across Wales around race and for cinemas to reflect the communities that they serve. We are going backwards and not forwards. This will also be the pattern in England and in Scotland 
Next year's finding from the ONS will irrevocably change those boxes that we need to tick. But how on earth do we bend down the box and the gap between our communities and the institutions that are supposed to represent us? There's a reading and watching list that I've put here. The first one is a film by Gurinder Chadha called I'm British But. New Ethnicities by Stuart Hall, which is an essay. A journal article called Decolonization is not a metaphor by Tucker and Yang. A BBC article on the 2021 census debate on ethnic minority Welsh not being an automatic choice. A beautiful black and white film with an original, well, an originally commissioned jazz soundtrack on the regeneration of Tiger Bay, called after many a change in summer. And the book Real to Real by Bell Hooks. Thanks to Moira McFean and to Hannah Thomas at Film Hub Wales for their work and for the work of the other BFI fan news consultants in their feedback and ongoing support of my work. Jochen Valyang.